So there's something going on. We haven't completely figured out that all of that out. I think there are still lots of missing pieces of the puzzle, and part of this is this uh, environmental shift that we're seeing. So um, birth control pills play a role medically. I don't prescribe them. I usually have uh, their primary care doctors or their OBGYN go through you know the pros and cons because there certainly are, and they're probably doing it for multifaceted reasons and not just clearing up their skin. Once they do get off of it, you're right, they're going to flare up. They're absolutely going to flare up and sometimes even worse than before. Dr. Nick Delgado here with Sonia Badrescia Banasel. Hi, Dr. Nick, how are you? I know you're a board certified dermatologist and you're the co-author of Acne Be Gone for Good. This is an important podcast for us because I think people around the world are concerned about the ever-growing incidence of not just chronic diseases, but the obvious signs of chronic diseases. And what's more obvious than looking at a person's skin? And when you see their skin, and if it's broken out with pimples, blackheads, acne, I travel all over the world, and some countries seem to have a bigger problem. I've noticed the Philippines in particular, mm. and some other areas. And then I've also noticed in some places I've traveled where their skin's immaculate and beautiful. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? What is the cause of this acne? And uh, we'll start with that. What is the cause? You know, Dr. Nick, I think as just as you know, um, there's a multitude of different reasons that people get acne, and some of this is covered in our book. Um, the four main factors that we know medically absolutely um, cause acne are imbalances in the hormone level, um, quite a large percentage of this is still unknown, and I think that's where you play a big role in letting us know what exactly is going on with hormonal imbalances. Number two, uh, a lot of oil production. So the oil gland is overproducing, working overtime, producing so much oil on the skin, especially the T-zone, and that's probably the most common clinical issue that I have, is I'm just so oily T-zone, and that causes a lot of acne in those areas. Uh, that also breeds um, pores that get clogged up. So nothing can get in, nothing can get out, it can't breathe. So the pores are all being clogged up all over the face, the chest, even the back. Um, after that comes bacteria. It's a great environment for bacteria to grow under the skin. And then that breeds the final, which is inflammation. Inflammation comes in to try to eat up these bacteria that don't belong there, really clean things up. So if you can imagine, that's a lot going on under just one little pimple. Imagine it going on all over the face, chest, and back. Exactly. And, you know, I think that there's been an ongoing dogma or belief, particularly in the dermatological field, that Maybe diet doesn't play much of a role, but they're starting to open their mind now, starting to realize, and there are published studies now that are finally confirming that the diet, the foods that you eat, uh, particularly influence insulin, a very, very important hormone. Mm -hmm. They influence testosterone. They influence uh, the production of estrogen that might have an effect on what's called sex hormone binding globulin, and that affects how much free-floating hormones are in the body. Mm -hmm. We know that we're exposed to toxins in the environment. There's so many more chemicals now than maybe 100 years ago. So we're at a very important crossroads where people need to be educated, mm -hmm. but more importantly, there are solutions, aren't there? Absolutely, and you touched on a really important point. The glycemic index, or those insulin spikes that are happening in the body is one of the causes of these hormonal imbalances that breed acne. So if you ask a person, you know, is there something that really breaks you out? A lot of times they don't know. Um, certainly we thought about maybe dairy and fried foods and the things that people associate with acne, but there was really nothing in our literature to 
uh, prove that association existed until there was a journal, uh, I believe it was out of Australia, where they looked at glycemic index and they looked at insulin levels and they found that insulin spikes were not good for the skin. And what caused those insulin spikes? Well, it's all the stuff that's bad for us, the stuff that we shouldn't be eating anyway, the dairy and the greasy foods and the fattening foods and the sugars. All of that really went into those spikes that caused uh, breakouts. So what a really good thing for you know those um, acne sufferers out there, if they're not quite sure if diet plays a role, you know, I, I tell them go ahead and keep a uh, journal every day. You log in the foods that you're eating every day, and over maybe the next six months, you might start finding that there might be trends. So I'll, I'll usually tell a patient, look, we know that the healthier foods are always going to be better for your skin, uh, but keep a diary, you know, keep a log of what really is causing those exacerbated acne flare-ups. Because if you find there's that association, of course, naturally, you can take that out of your diet. Well, Dr. Sonia, I know there's this growing belief, particularly with the resurgence of an old throwback to the Atkins diet, the keto diet. These people are basically blaming everything on sugar. And I get it, sugar's not good for you, it's processed. But why don't they understand that Equally bad is the fact that these oils are processed, they mm -hmm. come from whole natural foods, they've removed the fiber, they remove mm -hmm. most of the vitamins and minerals, particularly the phytochemicals and enzymes that protect and stabilize blood sugar levels. Dr. David Jenkins in his landmark work regarding glycemic index talked about the fact that fresh fruit, uh, 10, 20 servings of fruit a day has, because of its polyphenols, a very special chemical inherent within whole fruit and in olives and other whole foods, that it basically stabilizes insulin. So now we're coming in and looking at this closely, and we want our audience to know that oftentimes it's separated oils, excess fats and meats, these oils and fats, they tend to cause the insulin to not be sensitive any longer, meaning insulin's main job as a hormone is to push glucose into the cells, fatty acids, amino acids, and really much like insulin-like growth factor, uh, it, it's a subgroup that is insulin itself to make it real simple. It just ushers in the right nutrients into cells to be burned for calories to give you energy and to, to function, to live. But if the insulin is desensitized, meaning there's something that's altered its, uh, its ability to, to usher the uh, nutrients into the cells, then we have uh, metabolic syndrome, we have the potential for developing PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So there's a whole host of things going on. And I know uh, people say, but you know, I know when I eat candy, things get worse, but what kind of candy? Is it Skittles, which is just sugar? Or is it like milk chocolate Hershey, where it's, it's fat and sugar? I would lend to say that certainly the sugar is not good, but when you add the fat, that compounding effect, you've got the worst of both worlds. Yes, absolutely. And you know, now we see a couple of different demographics of a patient population that's entering not only just the teenagers, um, because you know, with teenage acne, the standard is they usually grow out of it. But now it's this whole adult onset acne or this hormonal acne issue that we're facing, which is a lot more common than it was a couple of decades ago. So there is definitely something else going on and that is very much environmental, I do believe, where you know, you've got all your you know, bad estrogens and your hormones and your stress. And I mean, you, when you compare it to um, you know, just the simple diet that even, you know, when I go back to India, when I look at the diet that they have, it's all fresh, it's organic, it's, mm. um, you know, the cows that are raised are, you know, raised in the right way. They're, you know, so everything that we have there is very fresh. And for them, they actually don't even um, eat the same food as, you know, the same day. So they're, they're considering food 
old after an hour to two hours. They will actually give it away to um, someone out there, the homeless population, because they believe that strongly that fresh food and organic food is that important. And you'll see this um, you know, minimization of skin problems, of the skin disorders, especially acne. Now, I would say, though, that one problem potential is I read, read a recent study about uh, oxidative, oxidated fats uh, and oxidized fats, and particularly ghee is one of the highest sources of ox oxidized fats. And so these chemicals tend to worsen uh, cholesterol, LDL cholesterol. Uh, I'm wondering, what is the situation with the skin and clarified butter, which is ghee, uh, and they use it a lot in vegetarian um, menus or recipes for Indian food. Uh, are some of the kids having a problem with their skin when they use a lot of these processed foods? That's a good question, and I think that the, the jury's still out because, again, when you go to India, their they're, they're processing um, of all these foods was very different. Also, there's a lot more other factors that go into their skin. Um, I was having a discussion with my mom the other day, in fact, because I was saying the same thing. I said, did you know a ghee is not so healthy? And she came from the culture and the mindset, and she is very healthy, but the Ayurvedic culture mm. believes that ghee is not unhealthy. They actually believe that it's actually good for the joints and that, it, you know, it, it can help with lubrication. So um, she encourages it. She does clear, she does clarify the butter. She does use it. She, I mean, I like the taste of it. So yeah, I'll use it. I'll, t I'll eat it. But I, I know better that I want to stay away from things that are going to be oil-based or dairy-based and, and want to keep my diet as clean as possible. But I think there's a controversy out there. And there's more information and more science that's needed to really, you know, let people know this, in fact, are foods that you should stay away from. Well, Nathan Pritikin wrote a very important paper that I read years and years ago about arthritis. And he once commented, he said, yeah, I know the common perception is using oils lubricate the joints, much like you use grease or oil in a machine or a car's uh, moving parts. But it doesn't work that way. If you actually look up synovial fluid, which is the main lubricant of the joints, it's actually made of a carbohydrate. It's not even an oil. So even if the oil could get into the joints, it would wreak havoc on the joints because oil itself, when you look under the microscope, is known as triglycerides. Triglycerides, they coat the blood cells. When the blood cells come to the smallest capillaries, if they're stuck together, they can't get through. And I've seen this literally every day of my life for 40 years, looking at people's blood, when they've eaten a high fat meal for, with ghee versus a meal without ghee or without butter or cheese or eggs or oil or fat. And the blood's immaculate and clear versus loaded with fat and the blood cells clump together. So the reality is when the blood cells clump together, Pritikin pointed this out, and it's in several reference journals, that when there's low oxygen to the joint area, the white blood cells cannot live in low oxygen conditions and they start to break apart and start releasing digestive juices and eating your joints. So that's a subject for a whole nother podcast and area, but you, you've almost got to kind of each myth, you've got to kind of like really delve into and look at, you know, what's the mythology, what, what's, what's the folklore, what's the science, and you know, what is the outcome you're trying to make. So getting back to the serious problem of acne, and, and really the skin is the number one excretion organ of the body, really, isn't mm -hmm. it? I mean, it's major. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is your largest organ of the body. You need to take care of it. And there's so much to go on and so much still, um, you know, uncharted territory that we still have to learn about it. So as we look at the health of the skin, um, there's many different things, external and internal, that affect the skin. 
and we were talking about some of these things and you and your practice you see celebrities you see models you see all walks of life and people are scheduled for a photo shoot and they're just terrified because their skin looks horrific or they just had a breakout so it's not just teenagers but young adults and adults mm -hmm. have conditions as well right absolutely yes and there's really an approach to take with every patient. It's a very customized, individualized approach, looking to see you know, how, how much does this bother them, number one. Is this acne? That's another thing. That's another whole you know, uh, topic altogether. Sometimes a lot of them are misdiagnosed as acne, when in fact it's not. It could be things like rosacea or seborrheic dermatitis or all these long names, but it's important to see a dermatologist to get the accurate diagnosis. And then from there, you know, seek to, to get help and you know I'll look at patients as a mild case or a moderate case or a severe case and based on that my job is to really help to clear up their skin and prevent breakouts for the future and then um, if they're skin of color I know that what's really bothering them are those brown spots rather than the acne and so I'm targeting those really you know hitting them really hard uh, with all the different measures that I have. So I really look at an individualized approach. And so the first step will become the topical therapies. What do I have at hand? And that's where I go into um, our line of products in the office. I really am a, a high believer on I you know, trained under the best of the best when it came to acne and acne research. We did clinical trials for all the big um, companies that are out there. And the, the basic was um, having certain ingredients in our skincare products. So we've got things like glycolic acid, which is made from sugarcane, salicylic acid in our cleansers, to um, an acne starter kit, especially for my teenagers, as well as my women who don't like to take off their makeup. I've got some pads for them to make it very, very easy. They literally take one pad, wipe their face, their chest, and their back. They leave it in their locker rooms or in their cars. It's just an easy way to cleanse their skin. Um, simple and easy. It's got the acids. Um, it's not irritating. And then you get into spot treatments as well as moisturization. And the key thing with my ethnic skin is also being on a sunblock because again those brown marks are not going anywhere unless they wear their sunblock. So that becomes a starter kit for them. And then from there I may go into a brightening kit uh, which will help to lighten up some of those brown spots a little faster, easier. Um, I don't want to irritate these patients because um, that can breed on more acne so you get into this vicious cycle. Um, and then I've got those who've got red marks left behind and so I've got a, a calming kit for that. Uh, great for my rosacea patients. I don't have to worry about anyone reacting in an adverse way with that, a quick uh, four-step plan. It's very simple. And then finally, I've got one for my acne scarring patients that's really difficult, is to really build up some of that lost collagen. So I've got peptides in the formulation to really um, help with uh, building up collagen over time, um, which is uh, you know an easy five-minute kit. And that's the beauty of this, is I want to make it as easy as possible. And then from there, I, I may uh, tack on uh, certain topical prescriptions, certain oral prescriptions to help with that. Um, my severe patients who've tried everything, you know, I've, I go into other oral medications that are heavy duty. Certainly there's um, adverse effects and side effects that we do uh, talk about and it's worth uh, mentioning and warranting against that. And it's really their decision whether or not they want to take that regimen. And then finally, I have great other alternative treatments for the patients that absolutely don't want the medical you know, prescription route where I can do laser procedures. I can do a little injection of a little steroid to make it go way faster, especially for my models who've got the big photo shoot tomorrow and I've got to look great. 
it just gets it down and it's just so much quicker. Um, That's a corticosteroid, like a prednisone yeah, or something, or yes. methyl. It's a little drop of a uh, triamcinolone acetonide is the name okay. of it, which is a little drop of steroid that we put in there. Just comes on the inflammation, and literally the next day it's just gone. But again, I like to combine the therapies. Do I like to overuse any of these? No, because they've got their own adverse reactions. So I like to be able to have a multi-prong approach where I can utilize different different aspects based on what the patient goals are and what they're willing to do. A lot of mine are, are just wanting holistic therapy. Well, I've got a holistic option. A lot of mine are like, okay, I want this gone as quickly as possible, do what you gotta do, and here we go. So we're going very aggressive. Um, so there's multiple uh, ways that I can approach the patient. Yeah, it reminds me too is that, that you know when, when you start really intervening at the level of hormonal inflammation and some of the known causes that we finally starting to recognize that, uh, even the foods that you eat a week before, even maybe the lack of or the knowledge of herbs that you use or not, it can happen rather quick too. I, I, I used to fall prey to that argument because I remember talking with Dean Ornish and, and, and we were talking about, you know, a heart patient, they're kind of rushed into bypass surgery or they're rushed into something because, oh, you don't have time for diet to take effect or exercise or these things. But the reality is at the cellular level, you see the improvements taking place right away. So. If you keep using interventions that work, but after a while, mm -hmm. I get the clients that say, it doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we keep trying these aggressive therapies, mm -hmm. much like, you know, corticosteroid shots mm -hmm. in, in the joints. They work, mm -hmm. they're miraculous, and then they don't work as well. Mm -hmm. And then if worse, the person just starts to, to kind of decline. So, you know, looking at this, this whole challenging issue, uh, some people are, aren't aware of, the toxins of harmful estrogens, or xenoestrogens, there's mm -hmm. estrogens in the foods, in, in the animal product particularly. Uh, sure, there's soy estrogens too. Uh, they're probably a little gentler. They're uh, a phytoestrogen. They might reach, uh, reach the receptor sites. There's a, another published study saying lower incidence of breast cancer. But you know, these are signs that things are going on with the skin and these hormonal imbalances. So where do we get into the birth control pills and what natural things can we do that might augment that sex hormone binding globulin, which is a particular carrier of these hormones, to calm down the skin? What can we do with that? And how do birth control pills work? Do they work ongoing? I mean, I hear people terrified to go off their birth control pills when they're transitioning to a natural approach. And, you know, there, there are some uh, flare-ups, aren't there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the birth control pills are oftentimes uh, prescribed by their primary care doctors, so they already come to me either having them on, which is a treatment uh, medically for acne therapy because it, it does, as you say, it increases your uh, sex hormone binding globulin, which lowers the amount of hormones found in the bloodstream and therefore the skin, specifically the androgens. So a lot of times they'll already come in with that. Or if I know that they tend to be hormonally based where they say, gosh, I break out yet that time of the month, every, every month, um, and they seem to be more targeted and distributed in the lower third of their face or their neck area, um, and especially the women, they just have that, that tendency to get hormonal acne in their adult years. So there's something going on. We haven't completely figured out that, all of that out. I think there are still lots of missing pieces of the puzzle, and part of this is this uh, environmental shift that we're seeing. So um, birth control pills play a role medically. I don't prescribe them. I'll usually have uh, their primary care doctors or their OBGYN go through you know, the pros and cons, because there certainly are, and they're probably doing it for a multi faceted reasons and not just clearing up their skin. Once they do get off of it, you're right, they're going to flare up. They're absolutely gonna flare up and sometimes even worse than before.
before. So is that a multi-system you know, system treatment? No. What we're trying to do is a combination of therapy because we talked about those four targeted steps mm -hmm. and we're trying to go at each target in a different way. And a lot of this is rotational therapy because you're right, you don't want anyone to be on you know, all of these things for long periods of time. You just want it to be targeted therapy. Give us a couple of months, we'll get this, um, you know, cleared up or, or reduced in some way. And then we want to go into a maintenance treatment from there. So that's the, the challenge. Not everyone is a cookie cutter, you know, uh, recipe of treatment for them. It's a skin scription, literally, that we're giving them, whether it is going to be this medical grade skincare that we have in the office with, um, you know, multitude of different ingredients, um, highly concentrated, getting into your pores, to some of these medical therapies, which a lot of people may not want to do. And you do have natural therapies, um, which um, I was touching on other things that we might talk about are laser treatments, as well as uh, something we call photodynamic therapy, which is a more um, light-based therapy, which you know my holistic seekers are looking for that kind of an approach. So I have something completely different for them, which also includes diet, lifestyle, and changes in their environment. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if you look at the, the four areas of problem, and we look at how do we balance the hormones with diet and supplements, what do we do about the overproduction of oil production? and that again ties back into the diet and, and the hormones and the herb intervention and related to the clogged pores and you know if we slow down that oil I remember when I was a teenager my skin would get oily and it was like wow mm -hmm. what you know and I didn't at the time realize how important it was the foods that I was eating and what how did that relate and you know where does the bacteria of course you know when these things get trapped the bacteria just fosters and grows and then you have inflammation as well so really uh, targeting with some certain specific herbs, uh, rich in plant-based cruciferous vegetables, uh, particularly we use um, a combination of ingredients that really work effectively to calm and correct multiple hormonal imbalances. You know, because we think in terms of what's going on with the DHT, dihydrotestosterone, and what's going on with the various androgens and testosterone, and, and you know, where's the estrogen levels, and all these hormonal levels, and they can easily be measured in a simple urine kit that most doctors mm -hmm. really aren't doing it. In Europe, they do it a lot. They use 24-hour urine measures. Uh, we're getting more and more educated to look at these things because that oftentimes is where the hormonal balance starts. And so with that, um, you know, looking at uh, interventions, uh, the ester block, the DHT block, the liver uh, detox, uh, PCOS heart, these products are kind of put together in packages that really work effectively. And then the individual, whether they've changed their diet or not, of course we want them to change their diet, their skin starts improving, the oil production reduces, the clogged pores reduce, and then it's kind of that chain effect. The bacteria then is lessened and the inflammation goes away. If and when they start changing to a whole foods, mm -hmm. you know, oil-free, mm -hmm. not a fat-free, they can still eat nuts and seeds, although mm -hmm. Dr. McDougall says, oh, even with the real difficult acne patients, they should limit their amount of, mm -hmm. you know, even nuts and seeds and avocados and coconut, but the reality is, you know, whatever is going to work, each mm -hmm. person is somewhat of an individual, but we do have a lot of commonalities too, yes, right? Definitely, yes, and I think that's that's important too. There's actually we are always talking about the differences, but there's actually a whole lot of similarities with the mm -hmm. whole experience of having acne. And you know, uh, there's some main, like main tips that I'll go over with 
people who, because they just don't do the basics. And the basics could be something as simple as just wash your face at night. Don't sleep in your makeup. That's a lot of what I tell my women. Don't pick at your spots. That is going to wreak havoc on your skin and they can't seem to control that. A lot of them don't even know that they're doing it because it comes from anxiety and stress or they just be got conditioned into just touching their face um, and then making sure that they're on oil-free products that don't harm their skin um, in conjunction with everything that we're doing. Something as simple as wearing your sunscreen, that can wreak havoc on your skin if you're not choosing the right sunscreen. There's a lot of them that are chemically based that actually can cause more irritation and more allergic reaction and can worsen acne and it could be something as simple as that or if they're on a medication that could continue to exacerbate their acne. So it really is this full 360 approach that you have to take to really you know figure out what the cause is. So having been the co-author to Acne Be Gone for Good, uh, Dr. Sonia, this is Dr. Nick Delgado. Would you say that this book is a very clear, concise, step-by-step, -step, really A to Z, here's how we handle the problem, here's how we solve the problem, here's all the options, here's an elegant way to combine the, the therapies and the treatments, and then more importantly, now that we have the new online Acne Bootcamp program, this, this makes it really simple because some people would prefer to read. Others, uh, they'll call in on the phone to our staff and they go, I really don't want to read a book. Do you have a podcast so they can listen mm -hmm. to this and replay it? Or they can go to our YouTube channel. But what we've done is we've consolidated and put this information mm -hmm. together in the new Acne Boot Camp, which mm -hmm. is really kind of a let's get down and figure out exactly uh, what solutions you want to draw upon to use and uh, get started right away. And results, I see people within weeks getting better results. Certainly, it's going to take a few months to balance things out and to really get to a long-term solution. Mm -hmm. But once you implement them as a consistent lifestyle way approach, mm -hmm. it's no different than getting used to, hey, when you were young, you brush your teeth. We just all know we do. Mm -hmm. When you do these things, there's certain things. So starting in the morning, uh, is it appropriate to maybe even use filtered water when you're rinsing your skin in the final rinse and uh, making sure you're using some of the topicals? So tell me kind of the combination. And then what I do is I have them take a schedule of certain supplements along with that mm -hmm. and each day kind of journaling what they're eating, making sure they're eating more fresh fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and whole food and maybe personalized and finding out what foods are causing them inflammation. It could be a specific mm -hmm. you know, food that's causing a lot of inflammation. It could be a series of group category of foods for certain people. Absolutely, what I love you know, about this book is it's very educationally based. It's, it's very um, objective and driven to giving you information because we've clearly done the science um, homework behind all of this and there's still, what I've learned is there's just still a lot of work to be done. But in the meantime, we've got some solutions to try. And you know, at, at worst case, I think everyone's tried everything that's out there. So why not find something um, and give it a try? And you've got a wonderful, um, you know, money back guarantee. And I think people can trust that, like, this is going to be something that they can try for good. If it works for them, wonderful. You know, I've got my skincare that I believe very strongly in. I'm a user of it as well as a. a a speaker on uh, skincare and ingredients and what works, what doesn't. So I'm very passionate about what I do. And I think my biggest demographic of patients where I'm truly rewarded are my acne patients. Um, there's so much education that I can give them. There's so much transformation that I can give them. And then the combined approach with helping their lifestyle and helping with what products do I use? What, what's myth? What, you know, debunking those myths? What's fact out there? What can I trust for my skin? 
and it really is an individualized treatment program and you've you know seen your 50,000 patients I've seen patients all over the world we've had 20 you know patients represented from 20 countries and six continents and even my, um, my our surgical side where we do some of our plastic surgery procedures our basic premise is you've got to get on to a really good diet that doesn't cause increased inflammation because inflammation also deters from our uh, surgical effects so it really is this education approach that we want for every patient to help their skin and I think it's encouraging for people to listen that there are cultures in the world that uh, are acne free uh, we even call it the acne free diet the low inflama inflammation diet uh, the Kitavins in the South Pacific, they're renowned for just perfect skin. Dermatologists have gone there, examined them. They can't even find a case of any pimples, blackheads, whiteheads, let alone acne. And it's interesting that, you know, they eat a lot of whole fresh food, coconut, fruits, vegetables, you know, all the, the things on an island that one would find. And, you know, they're, they're not really able to process and they don't really import oils and sugars and, and, and you know animal product and so forth. So these people you know represent a good subgroup to say, okay, it can be done. It, it literally exists. And then what do we do you know within a stress-free environment? I, I think there's another factor to stress though. And that is that I think just like there's people who get stressed and they're nervous eaters and they overeat when they're stressed, I, I think that they make poor solutions or, mm. or uh, choices mm. when they're under a lot of stress. Yeah. People don't plan ahead. And, uh, you know, for myself, I like to train my clients to say, hey, anticipate. You're going to be gone for the day. You're going to work. You've got things to do. Mm -hmm. Travel with a little package of fresh mm -hmm. whole food with mm -hmm. you. You know, make sure you have your supplements with you. Mm -hmm. it, it takes five extra minutes to put it together, pull it out of the refrigerator, you know, and sometimes you want to heat it up at the office, whatever works for you. But, you know, again, stress is going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's just inevitable. Part of life. And if, when you understand NLP and what we call mm -hmm. neuro reprogramming, we combine certain techniques with the five-second rule by Mel Robbins. And these things really help tremendously, really making some of those emergency decisions that seem to come up. Oh, it was an emergency. I was at a party. It was a birthday. You know, it was whatever. There, people have excuses and issues. But the reality is, is be consistent. I mean, I'm not saying people are gonna be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna miss times they don't take their supplement or they don't eat properly. But dealing with stress at hand is more a matter of managing uh, a good life, uh, mm -hmm. a whole life plan for yourself, right? Yes, yes, I, and that's probably the, the core root of all of this is to be able to manage your life, manage stress. Unfortunately, it is a part of life. I always say, you know, we're all gonna have problems. So let's just get quality problems in our life because that's what it's about. You know, we have to give and take and there's some people that may stress you know uh, and be a little oversensitive about certain things that come and it shows up on their skin and then before they know it they're picking and they're not eating well and they're overeating and they're going to comfort foods and things that they know that they shouldn't be doing but they just don't know any other way yeah one of the things we teach in our um, education acne bootcamp module um, particularly the uh, adjoining program which is called near reprogramming is uh, you, you know something's come up and you're about to make a food choice, you're at a restaurant, you're going to the grocery store, and you just count backwards. You get into your conscious mind instead of unconscious reactive type decisions. You go, five, I'm calm. Four, I'm going to make a good choice. You know, Three, uh, I'm contributing. Two, I'm loving. One, I'm happy. And then you think of those things, you say, listen, I, I, maybe I can make a better choice here. I love that they're just so self 
they're, they're like self-affirmations. Yeah. They're things that you're doing and all women should do that. And I, and I, and I tell my women, you know, you want to you wanna practice self-love. You want to practice that time for yourself because we're moms, we're wives, we're career women. And this day and age, women are doing a lot. And that's where my hormonal acne patients might be stressing and, and like, what do I do? This is just one more thing I have to worry about. So taking that extra few minutes just in the beginning of the day or at the end of the day just to spend that time for yourself and do some affirmations even in the mirror like just tell yourself you are loved you are powerful you are wonderful you tell yourself all the, the amazing things about you because you don't hear it all the time and if anything there's a lot of negative talk that goes on in the minds of especially women and I think that is another whole kind of movement that will happen is just you know allowing women to just love themselves so that they know how to manage stress that comes in the day. Um, and, and also for my teenagers, because that's not taught in our educational system, and I really truly believe that it should. You know, we've discovered in um, neuro reprogramming that oftentimes there's what's called critical thinking. And it's an interesting phenomena in people, you mentioned it quite well that sometimes in women this occurs as well, that that is that there's this critical thinking is you know, I'm a wonderful person, I'm a good person, I'm a happy person, and then your, your mind's going, no, that's not true, no, I don't believe it, I'm not in good shape, no, I'm not a good, uh, and, and you're, you're, you're having this in, internal talk yes, and dialogue, yes. oh, and yes. you're defeating the very yes. positive affirmation. So we've learned certain language patterns that actually bypass subtly that critical thinking, and just by listening to these scripts about 18 minutes a day, you just download it to your phone on our online course, and I'm telling you, I have had people literally go, you know, I, I, I thought I was in control, but every time it came, I went back and I got those Cheetos, or I ate that chocolate, or I ate the, you know, the meat, or whatever it was I, I didn't really want to eat because I was stressed. Well, that was the reason. And so with a 24-hour recall, they wrote down what they were doing, but then the next step was, you know, when I find these conditions and situations, the higher level of stress, the more important it is that I serve myself with getting yes. large servings of fresh fruits and vegetables and salads and oil-free mm -hmm. and enjoying these foods, going for a walk, exercising, taking time to, to, to really think through, you know, what, what is going on. So, you know, I think that sometimes people need more than willpower. Willpower oftentimes, what is it, 98% of the time mm -hmm. at, uh, at New Year's, people, they just don't stay with their resolutions mm -hmm. because it's a daily mm -hmm. reinforcement that with subtle language. And I, I have some really good books in the neuro reprogramming, some downloads that people can use, yeah. and particularly in the acting bootcamp because I think you hit it on the nose. People know mm -hmm. really what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. Are they doing it? Have they taken the practical steps to do it? Right. So that's what this online course is about. And I, I'm here the first to say, hey, I'm honoring that struggle because we're yes. all out yes, there. We all do it. We do it on we're a daily basis. It. We're exposed, especially yeah. when you have kids. Hey, I want to get it done quick. Yeah, let's just go to the drive-through, whatever. It, you got you got to sometimes got to draw the line and yes. the more you help your kids as a role model then they're going to help you to be better at yes. it and whether you have kids or not or significant other mm -hmm. you know you can blame everyone else around you but eventually mm -hmm. you have to take that personal decision how important is it to eat well to exercise and have the positive mind, mindset dr sonia how important is it oh my gosh there's nothing that it it's priceless there's nothing that compares in your life and you go through different struggles and different stages of your life and different journeys of your life and you think life should be one way and then it's not and it's it's really a, a whole self-serving self-affirmation of lowering some of our expectations but increasing our appreciation
and that alone will allow you to see that two millimeter shift of, pers of life and, and the perspective of life you give it. It really just takes a moment to completely shift your life. And I think uh, that's what's so important. And so some of these other tools and behavioral tools mm -hmm. and NLP mm -hmm. are so important. You, you know, there's so many people that go through, I, I'm just mind boggled. When I have a patient mm -hmm. that comes in, I see all the medications that they're on. Mm. And the depression and the anxiety and all of these, you know, psychological conditions. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just throw all of them away and just help you through this process of just self-love and self-affirmation and, and empower you because really it all comes from within. It all comes from us. It, they just need some help. They don't know any other way. And I think having some tools in your tool belt to be able to go through some of life's struggles without necessarily needing medications because that's another problem in itself. Right. And that's another huge issue, you know, that I would much rather have our medicines be in the grocery store, um, in the produce section, rather than having to give prescriptions. We became a disease state institution rather than a preventative, um, health conscious, wellness being um, institution. And that's where I want to create that shift and that transformation is in that mindset of let's prevent rather than just treat. Dr. Sonia, it's really refreshing. And you as an MD, and you're traditionally trained, you have the medical degree, you, you understand prescriptions, drugs, uh, pharmaceutical interventions, you know, surgical interventions. Really, you're one of the top elite. I mean, you write in textbooks uh, you know, about the protocols and the appropriate treatments, yet at the same time, you've come back full circle looking at that from probably your childhood and your upbringing, and then maybe starting to listen to uh, podcasts like this and uh, Simply Healthy and Dr. Nick. And it's so great that you've joined us with as a co-author to a book that for, for me, I, I, I knew it had to be done. And it, it, at first I thought, oh, this will be easy to do. Acne be, you know, annihilate acne. And then we came up with the title, Acne uh, Be Gone for Good. And I thought, this is a really great project. And you know, there was a lot of rewrites, a lot of work that went into it, but that, that extra focus, that extra attention to line by line, word by word that we went through. I, I think it's got to the place where when people go through this book, it's an easy read, it's clear, it's simple, it's concise. And uh, with the online course that we have, you know, with all the program completely money back guaranteed and we have bonuses included with uh, the offers that we've created, you know, it's one of those things where you, you, you have to listen to this and again, people feel like, uh, I'm not sure this is gonna work for me. It may have worked for 50,000 other people, but wait a minute, it, it, it will work and maybe that person listening to the show is the very person that's most likely to kind of open up their mind. And I know you and I, we're making changes on mm -hmm. a daily, a weekly basis. We're making new decisions. Yes. Even the show along, yes. alone, you know, we've <laughs> recorded all day today on, on yes. several <laughs> topics and we're learning from each other. And yes. I just love, love it because, that. you know, you, you could turn to people who don't understand the condition of acne. Mm -hmm. They don't fully respect or have mm -hmm. delved into the science and spent endless hours in the medical libraries or, no, or online or in, in clinical situations but you've paid the price to get to where you're at. Mm -hmm. So this is an important project for you, isn't it? It is, it's uh, one that I'd steer to my heart because it's the number one condition that we treat that I see such big transformations. And you know, where I came from with top leading experts in acne, I really respected them and I, and I, and I read all their literature and that's who I was, I'm a scientist first, I'm a medical doctor first, mm -hmm. um, but I'm also a patient. I'm, I also have issues, I also have, 
days where I'm stressed out or days that I'm not eating well or days that, you know, oh my gosh, I got a breakout. What do I do? <laughs> so, you know, we go through the same struggles. And like right. I said, we're more similar than we are different. And so by sharing each other's stories and being able to empower each other, and my whole platform is really education. So anything that I can do to empower a patient with education so that they can make a well-informed choice for themselves is really, you know, what what the most important thing is for me. That's my why. And, and what helps me, Dr. Sonia, is that because of your background, your ability to diagnose and identify, you know, here's kind of, here's where the problem is. You tell me it's inflammation. Okay, I know. Uh, we can reduce inflammation. There's certain medicinal mushrooms. There's certain herbs. There's certain things we can do. Uh, it's it's hormonal imbalance. Oh, gosh, I know that like the back of my hand. I've been studying it for 40 years. So here's what we do there. It's oil production. It's overdose of DHT. And it's a binding globulin. Okay, guess what? But the literature shows this. So it kind of came together all mm -hmm. in a, a rather complete way mm -hmm. when we finalized the book, Acne Be Gone for mm -hmm. Good. And then, you know, chapter by chapter, it becomes more and more clear. Mm -hmm. And even for those people who are discouraged, they've had a tough time and it's mm -hmm. not been an easy battle or a road, mm -hmm. uh, to, to get to that place to know mm -hmm. that we have the combined experience and success because sometimes you may know the condition exists, but some people don't want the harsh treatments. They want, mm -hmm. wait a minute, if they've had this much success over the last nearly 20 years in, in dealing with these things, you know, in my work for 40 years. So I think that uh, this book was really necessary. And, and it's- Yes, and it, it was, it opened my mind to know like, hey, I've been in the medical literature looking at the internal processes that are going on in terms of the skin. But then, you know what, there's this whole other dimension out there of the lifestyle that we, we haven't been able to study quite as in, in, in depth, uh, the diet and, and the stress. And we know that it exists, but there really hasn't been, so it was, it, you know, there wasn't enough information in our world. So it was nice to be able to delve into your world to say, oh, here's the information that we know at hand. And to know that the, you know, what is the full piece of the puzzle when it comes to hormonal imbalances? What else is going on? Because that is a challenge for us as dermatologists to treat in women who have hormonal acne. Those are my challenging patients. So to be able to have other you know, tools in my tool belt to be able to talk about and for people to at least try to see, hey, see what works for you because at some point we're going to be maxed out with what we can even do. So here's some other things that's worth a try. You've gone through this much, so, you know, your entire life, you're, you know, in the times that you've been treating, you've been dealing with this acne, it's been this stressful. You have nothing to lose to try something that could very well work for you. Right. So, and it's about being persistent, but being patient. Nothing is going to be an overnight. Nothing's going to be a miracle cure. We know that, and you know everyone should recognize that's going to be the case. And there's no magic wand, unfortunately, yet to treat acne. Um, but with time and with persistence and with care, uh, I think we can get there. Absolutely. And I think it's helpful that people know they can go to our website, they can download the information, they can uh, take advantage of the uh, acne boot camp. They can really, um, I, I think, educate themselves. We have certain quizzes that are really fun and easy to take. We have a, a lifestyle quiz that goes into exactly their diet and exercise and sleep patterns and nutritional habits. And sometimes that's kind of self-revealing. You know, when you're answering the questions, you go, oh yeah, I never really thought of it that way. And oftentimes, weekly, we ask our clients to fill out uh, dreams to reality. In other words, the reality of here's what I eat now, here's the th things I tend to do, and here's the dreams, here's my goal, and here's kind of not only the why, but where I want to get to to really accomplish this. So that gives them more reinforcement and, and a purpose to, to really embrace that this program is going to work. Let the process occur, let it develop, 
and I know in this generation where they can look up something quick and it pops up in seconds, yet it's really take that first step right now, take that first step. And you know, I think that uh, Dr. Sonia, you're, you're the best person to be the co-author to this book. I, I had the opportunity to co-write with a few other uh, dermatologists and experts and I thought, gosh, you know, you, you, you really represent a person that is open-minded and willing to and able to help, literally, our goal is to help tens of thousands if not millions of people because 80% of people have acne. And now here's your solution. And I, I want to create that impact in this community because it's such a large one and it's one that can have huge transformations if done right. And I think a lot of them just give up and a lot of them might not be as patient and a lot of them think, oh, nothing's going to work for me and they give up. And so this is a chance to actually have some hope that there are still things that you can do um, proactively as well as seeing experts um, who know about acne to really uh, give you a co combination um, regimen for you that's a 360 uh, individually involved treatment plan uh, and I think that's the main thing here is is to provide some hope and hopefully transform more lives out there well this is dr. Nick dr. Sonia we're here to support you to guide you check out at uh, delgadoprotocol.com the online course you can find the, the neuro reprogramming you can find the new course on fat loss and fitness and you can find the latest course coming up at Acne Bootcamp. And really, it's kind of like an academy to teach you. There, there, there are some uh, rather interesting therapies and treatments that very few people have realized the importance of combining to unify because oftentimes when it's a challenging problem like this, you want to hit it from all sides. And you know, I, I get it that there's some short-term relief situations, but we're looking at that ongoing permanent solution that is once and for all acting be gone for good. So any other final words? Uh, just, you know, don't give up hope. There are solutions that are out there. Um, I really believe um, that it comes from an internal and external place. And uh, hopefully one day, you know, there's more and more research being done. And I think that um, there'll be more and more solutions out there where they're evidence-based. And that's where I come from is a place of uh, science-based research. And everything that I say, I really hold uh, true. And, and my word means a lot. So everything that I can do for my patient, I want to do in a scientifically oriented manner. So. Well, fantastic. You can get the book, Acne Be Gone for Good, on Amazon by Dr. Nick Delgado and Dr. Sonia Badrescia Bunsel. Very good. And if you look that up, uh, it's available on ebook for only $2.99. Our heart and soul is in that book, and I think you're going to love it. Please give us a review. We're excited to, to have that shared with the world. And also, um, if you go to a special offer uh, this quarter, we have estroblock.com. That's estroblock, E-S-T-R-O-B-L-O-C-K.com. There's a special uh, Annihilate Acne Pack with uh, a couple bonuses added to it and a money-back guarantee. You really have to try it out. It's going to blow your mind when you check it out. And uh, you'll learn more when you get the book and uh, listen to this podcast and also go to our online course and you'll learn about the Acne Boot Camp. Uh, we're here to support you. Be well, be strong. Take care. See you at the next show. Hey guys, I got to tell you, the new coaching program has come out and we're excited about the coaching program because the coaching program is at nickdelgado.com. 
We'd love to help to guide you, to coach you on your health journey. And now you can apply for the special coaching program. And you can also get our special book, Immune Rejuvenation. Just leave your name and email, and you're going to get one of the best books written on this whole subject. We are excited to know, Anne, and I got to tell you that, you know, the whole idea of immune rejuvenation has come.